0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for coming back to the Full of Joy podcast today. I am your host, Francesca Borman, a joy and self-development influencer, and I am so excited to share today's episode with you guys. So I took the week off last week and skipped an episode, but I'm back with an amazing guest, Haley Bosser, and she's going to share her tips on becoming, you know, exactly who you want to become. She has so many tips that she can share on Being a mentor, being a friend, being a good listener, sales. So, Haley is actually the founder of On Point Mentorship, and she is a mentor to college aged women. And she is breaking down how she got started, what it takes to sell your own brand, and more. So, we'll be talking to Haley in this episode. But before we get started, please take a screenshot and share your biggest takeaways with me over on Instagram by tagging me at Francesca X and at Full of Joy Podcast. I'm so excited to hear from you guys. And of course, If you're feeling generous, please leave me a review. Let me know any guests that you want to have on the podcast. But speaking of guests, I have an amazing lineup planned for the next three to four months at least. So hold on to your hats, guys, because we have a lot of amazing guests coming. So let's kick it off with Haley. I'm so thankful to have you on the podcast. And so you are a mentor to college-aged women. Can you kind of go back and share your whole story with how you got started with On Point Mentorship and even before then? Like, take us through the whole
1: yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to be here. Um, I I'm an only child, and I love to start off kind of telling my story with that because I think it very much so defines just maturity and things that you learn as an only child. Um, so, as I grew up, which was in Naples, Florida, um, I was a golfer, which was also very fun, and I didn't have a lot of friends that golfed. So, again, really independent. And once I got to college, which was at High Point University, I kind of switched majors a bit you know your freshman year you kind of find out you know do I like this do I not and I went in wanting to study communication but they were talking about you know vintage press releases and I'm like this just isn't a thing anymore so started switching around my major and eventually created my own which I did not know was possible so I created Luxury Fashion Entrepreneurship which sounds kind of funky, but basically it's just fashion and entrepreneurship. And through that, I, you know, just really began to realize what I was interested in and what I was passionate about. Um, But on that entrepreneurship topic, as a freshman, um, you know, every year when you go to college, they have that like fair where you try to go and join organizations, clubs. And I really wasn't interested in any of them. (laughs) They seemed fine, but I was like, none of these are really creative. It's just, you know, once a week you attend a meeting and you go home. And I wanted something more out of that. So, with my independent and entrepreneurial um, mindset, I created On Point Magazine. So, mentorship is, you know, kind of the recent creation out of it, but it started as a magazine and we were printing constantly, like physically printing out a magazine. Which, you know, people kept saying, "Why are you printing paper?" And like, because it's a magazine, and you can tear out of it and put things on a mood board, and you know, that's just what you do. And I started to build a team of people. So we got to about thirty-five people, and it really just started to grow. Like, I had science majors writing about yoga, and I had English majors writing about beauty, and it's all these people coming together as a community and really working towards a purpose. So, kind of fast forward to my senior year of college, I wanted to take a next step with the magazine. And I knew after I left, it would still stay there. But I kind of asked myself, I asked my mentors, you know, what's a next step for me? And I graduated in 2020. So I was at home and i'm facetiming my mentors and i said you know i still want to be a part of this i still want to be talking to students and they all they all keep saying well you're the therapist of the school so maybe just create a mentorship program <laughs> cuz they always saw me interacting with students and he's like why don't you charge for that <laughs> like well that Absolutely. just doesn't I'm like that just doesn't seem very nice to do to my friends <laughs> but i get your point <laughs> so created on point mentorship um which you know kind of developed very organically because i took all of our content and inspiration from what we published in the magazine and pretty much copy pasted created it into something a little bit more one on one and it started off great i had eight women that i was mentoring all ages you know one was still in high school one was a junior in college um you know, and they all had their different reasons for wanting a mentor, but I loved it because I was still able to keep in touch with these, you know, college women. And I just felt that that was a group of people that was being, you know, underserved and under to, and they utilized on point as they wanted, you know, whether they wanted to talk to me on a weekly basis or whether they just needed to talk to me once and they moved on, um, you know, they kind of made it their own, which was really fun. Um, and now today, we actually are releasing a magazine on campus today. <laughs> so this is pretty fortuitous. Um, but that's coming out, and the mentorship program is pretty much still existent, but I, you know, have taken on a lot of professional jobs, so it's you know, kind of on the wayside. but I still have a lot of girls that I talk to on like a monthly basis. So,
0: I'm having fun with it. How fun to see how it has kind of like went with the waves. Like you just kind of riding it out and seeing. I think that's really inspirational for a lot of us because I know you're um, like really professional and polished. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of people like that listening. And I think there's also a lot of the like just creative kind of just go with the flow type. So it's interesting to see that you kind of lean into both both sides of you. And yeah. let them both shine and go with the flow. I want to ask. I know there. I, I think my demographics is like 18 to like 36. Is like really okay? Yeah. Where it's at. So there are a lot of college age women or just women like me who are still learning things. Like yeah. I still feel like everyone's always learning. you like you're always in college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always. So are there common pain points you always see like with each of your clients, or are there common problems that you always have to address? Like I'm interested in that.
1: I. I would definitely say um, on a technical level, a lot of people want advice on public speaking or how to kind of perform in group settings. That's something that I love. I love to public speak. So that's very common. Um, on a fun level, dressing for an interview is something that probably every single one of my clients has been like, I don't know how to dress. I don't know what to do. So that's really fun to talk about. Um, And then on a more personal level, finding friends. Um, And of of course, right now, you know, when COVID happened, that's when I could have launched this program. So a lot of people were either just going to college in August or they were doing it online. And it was very difficult for them to put themselves out there, you know, because it was something that none of us have ever experienced. Um, And that's, again, all ages the high schooler questioned that, Um, older girls questioned that, you know, people who are mine. we were moving to new places and a lot of them needed help with friendship.
0: Yeah. I mean, I do too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We all do,
1: especially right now, especially Mm -hmm. right now.
0: And I just can only imagine if I were in college or in high school right now and like, especially college age women, like it's so hard to find people that you relate with and connect with and like can mutually like have fun together. But then also it's hard to find women that want to like, see you grow and help you. Yeah. So it's nice that you can yeah. kind of go to like an outside source like you. So yeah. I want to, not that your mentorship program is about sales, but I want to kind of talk mm-hmm. about sales with you because yeah. I think you're really good at it. So you started the magazine mm-hmm. and you almost kind of have to sell your idea even to get people on your team. So you said you had almost like 30 or up of 30 people on your team helping you. Like, How are you presenting this? Even though it's just an idea, you haven't seen it come to fruition yet. Like, How are you selling it to even people on your team to get behind you?
1: That's a great question. And thank you for the compliment because I think I'm awful at selling. (laughs) But it's kind of a good point to make though, because I think the reason why people wanted to be a part of OP for short is what we call it um, is because it started from just like genuine friends getting together. It was a very organic relationship that I was building with people. Now when I was, you know, maybe pitching it to mentors or explaining it, it all came from just my genuine emotion. I'm a very, um, I speak with empathy and I think that's why it's very easy for people to see that, you know, this is something real. It's something that we're all excited about. Um, I think that's a huge part. And it's more about telling a story than just giving someone facts. You know, the facts are important but that's kind of the next step, right? Um, If someone is selling me something in a store I don't just wanna know, you know, X, Y, and Z. Okay, this is how much it is. I want to connect with the person first and then I'll buy it. So you kind of like,
0: even with public speaking, you kind of embody that before you talk about it. So like you right now, like you're practicing public speaking Mm -hmm. Um, with that type of stuff. Like, how are you... I guess view me as one of your clients right now. Like if I wanted to get better at public speaking or, um, better at like group projects, <laughs> mm-hmm. how would I find those opportunities? Like yeah. I put out there, like apply the podcast like this or what?
1: Right. So specifically with public speaking, um, I tell people to talk to themselves in the mirror and just get comfortable with like feeling awkward yeah. and, talk at the dinner table more, like just physically, literally talk more um, and get used to, you know, making little mistakes here and there, because that's what makes public speaking fun. It keeps it interesting. It keeps people on their toes. So I encourage people, you know, it's not like we really practice over a zoom call. It's more so just, you know, be disciplined with yourself and put yourself in those situations. So, you know, again, like being on a podcast or just FaceTiming your friends you know, oh, the Wi-Fi went out. Whoops. That's kind of awkward, but you know, it happens. You just practice. Um, yeah, I think with the students that, or just friends of mine that have been home, you know, obviously it's a little bit more challenging because you aren't going to meetings, classes, interviews, you know, so forth. So I encouraged people to, when they were out in public, if they were, you know, in the Starbucks line, just, giving a compliment to someone, um, putting yourself out there to a stranger, um, obviously someone who doesn't look (laughs) like creepy or anything, but just putting themselves out there um, and just getting comfortable with, you know, maybe someone ignoring you or maybe it turns into something really special. So, you know, just being vulnerable with speaking is important
0: oh I feel that in my chest like it makes me uncomfortable (laughs) even thinking about it (laughs) so I relate like I I feel like a lot of people you see online and a lot of mentors you think like oh well they're perfect they have it together they got it figured out but like we're all practicing too like we're all nervous too nobody is perfect and I think that is oh
1: yeah
0: to remember when you are yeah on your learning journey oh yeah so yeah did you have any mentors or any courses you took on like how to start a mentorship program? Mm-hmm. Like who, who are your mentors and what did you learn from them?
1: Yeah, I have a ton. Um, I had mentors starting in high school. I always befriended my teachers because, you know, I'm like, well, they're the expert. May as well ask them. Um, Once I got to college, that's when I really started to connect with some people. Um, so mentors within the university were all kind of related to my entrepreneurship classes. There were only two professors, so we were all kind of a family and we were very close with them. Um, specifically, the two of them worked in very different industries. One was in kind of a more philanthropic social entrepreneurship realm, um, and the other is an angel investor and was you know, building businesses left and right. And it was great because I got perspective um, Another mentor was from High Point has um, like a career center. So if you're prepping for interviews, you can go to them. Um, Lindsay is her name. She and I became really close because, you know, we kind of talked about how things could have been better when it came to, you know, prepping for interviews and not just dressing in black and white. But anyway, I found these mentors really just by asking questions and you know, not trying just to be the student. Um, I encourage people with professors or with employers, you know, you can build a more personal relationship with them. You know, it doesn't need to be so one-sided. They learn from us too. So with those mentors, I would actually schedule meetings with them on a weekly basis just to kind of like brain dump Um, I created ideas by talking with people, like through conversation is when we created ideas. So I would meet with them, we would talk about on point, we'd talk about things I was passionate about. And really just through them saying, Okay, this week go work on this, you know, okay, did that work? Did it not? So just lots of trial and error. Um, of course, with entrepreneurship studies, you learn about the basics to it, but you know, you don't learn about passion. So that's where. You know, it was a good connection to have them.
0: Yeah. So it sounds like you used your mentors almost in the way that you want people to use you. Like, mm-hmm. However, it ends up working out whatever you're dealing with. Yeah. And like you really took advantage of mm-hmm. their assignments for you and stuff like that. So can you kind of take us through what it would be like to work with Haley?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, On point, mentor?y That's the word. Yeah. Ment. <laughs> I don't know. Mentee? <laughs> mentee? Yeah. <laughs> um, so when you sign on to be, we'll say mentee, um, you're able to customize the things you want to talk about. And depending on the person, sometimes I might make it a little bit more professional. If it's someone I know, it'll be a little bit more casual, um but each week and there's kind of different programs set up but each conversation we have would be about a different topic so the first one is usually something more basic like how to build a routine time management you know kind of those more everyday type conversations the second one we kind of can go more into academics or job slash career so talking about um how to stay organized in school or how to, you know, work better as an individual in a classroom or in your career. Um, There's a fashion conversation. So whether that's talking about interview prep and how to dress confidently, or I have something called Lululemon Lover turns blazer boss. They're all titled. I have all these fun things because I'm a huge fan of like just get the blazer out of your closet and put it on. so there's a fashion conversation there's always one that's going to be a little bit more personal whether that's about relationships with your friends you know building your inner circle um even just balancing you know do you have a significant other and then you have friends then maybe you have someone else you consist a sorority or fraternity whatever whatever it is Um, and then we always talk about some type of health whether that's you know physical health, how to get into, you know, somewhat of a fitness routine, or how to practice your mind's health, you know, things that you can do that don't take up a lot of time, but can really have a huge impact. So each conversation has a purpose. Um, And with each conversation, I usually will give them just a few little to do's throughout those two weeks that we don't speak, whether that's you know, go to H&M and pick up a blazer or, you know, call someone and, you know, try to make a new friend or apply to an internship that, you know, you've been telling yourself that, you know, would be impossible to get something like that. So there's always something you work on. And then at the end of it, um, I have a little packet that I sent out, you know, that kind of has everything combined into a resource and I just encourage people to then after just you know obviously text me if you need me but you know it's ultimately building a relationship with someone and I I speak to every single girl I've I've spoken with um on a very consistent basis and that's I think what is so special is I recently went through exactly what they're going through and I get them and I pretty much say like if you don't want to go talk to your mom about it, give me a call. Or if you don't want to, you know, ask your professor, give me a call. So I try to make it as personable and open as possible, but we also have fun, you know, there's online shopping involved. So.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I feel inspired and I just can tell you are so well suited for that role and I can tell that you're going to grow it into so much more just naturally from who you are. Um, So do you have any advice for either someone that kind of feels like you, like they want to start something like this or Mm -hmm. they want to even start, you know, getting a service like this, like either end of the spectrum, whether it's the mentor or the mentee, do you have any advice Mm -hmm. for someone that's just kind of at the beginning?
1: Yeah, I think if you're someone like me who wants to start a business or start something, I know that's what you've been talking about with a lot of your guests. I think my biggest piece of advice for that is to start but make sure that you're still having fun with it. Um if you're someone like me who's very type A, very organized, you know, it's easy for people I guess to be like, "Oh, I'm going to, you know, stay in and work on this." But it's important to still kind of let things happen when they're going to happen, get creative. Go outside of the box, go hang out with people. That's where a lot of your ideas will will really get sourced from. When it comes to the mentee, um, I would honestly say when you want to find a mentor or really connect with someone, you have to kind of take time for yourself before that process and ask yourself, you know, where in my life am I trying to grow And not to use Pinterest or Instagram or TikTok or Facebook as like that source of inspiration, like truly think about yourself and say, okay, where in my life do I just need a few edits or where in my life do I need to grow? Um, And when I say don't use, you know, let's say Pinterest, what I mean is, you know, don't go searching morning routines and then do, you know, No one has to wake up at four in the morning. (laughs) If that's not realistic for you, don't do it. (laughs) So all in all, just, you know, connecting with yourself and understanding this is what I need. This isn't what, you know, I need because of Instagram or because Pinterest says so, like, this is truly what I need. Um, Because then you're just going to get the most authentic advice that way.
0: Absolutely. That's so beautifully said because even I was actually talking to my mom about this the other day like I feel like sometimes we're scrolling just looking for something like looking for inspiration looking for the answer when really like like you said the most like creativity I get the best like ideas that I get are when I'm alone like on vacation in the sun you know like just in my own mind like go deep get that self-connection that
1: was beautiful
0: well thank you so much for all your insight and tips so how can we find you how can
1: involved, give us all the tea. Yeah. Okay. So I'm kind of all over the place. (laughs) Um, if you want to connect with me just and be my friend, which I'm totally open to my Instagram is just my name. So it's at Haley bossert, um, and my website, which, you know, among the 17 different career paths, I feel like I have, I do like web design and little projects like that. So that's Haley um anything on point related we have two instagram accounts for mentorship it's on point underscore mentorship and if you perhaps are going to high point university <laughs> um and want to be a part of the magazine team there their instagram's onpoint.hpu um and then on point mentorship is our website but of course everything's linked wherever they're linked they're in our bios and everything so it's it's pretty easy to easy to find um but yeah i'm completely open if you know anyone's feeling inspired or just wants to chat and hang out with me if you live in texas let's be friends if you live in florida let's be friends i'm all over the place
0: I love it. That is so nice to hear. Like, yeah, let's be friends. Let's connect. Me too. Yeah. I'm about it. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Taylor. It was so fun catching up with you and getting to hear all your insight and advice. So, thank you yes. for sharing.